This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. Eat That Frog, How French Cuisine Became a Productivity Book. Welcome to the show! Hello, hello! This is Liana Kay from theselfhelphipster.com. And Andrew Chin from andrewchin.co. And we're here today with a new episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, where we talk self-help books. What else? (laughs) (laughs) A whole lot of obsession stuff. And pop culture pleasures. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, Andrew, how are you? I am fantastic. That's really good to hear. I'm in a good place. You're in a good place? Yes, yes, yes. Enjoying my life. That's great. New website. Oh, really? Yep. Okay, so everyone should check out the new website. Yep. AndrewChin.co. How are you? I am better. Um, This week, uh, I... Okay, I wanted to make a really, really disgusting joke and I like stopped myself mid-thought and it was like, no, no, there's not 3,000 people that want to hear that shit, Liana, stop it. No, I've been sick this week, unfortunately, you can still hear it in my voice, um, but I'm doing a bit better now, I just have like the really bad cough when you want to sleep, so when you lie down and your you, your throat like sort of... Uh, it gets elongated and it goes... Oh, the one that wakes up your boyfriend? Yes, that one, that oh, okay. is the one. Uh. But other than that, I'm really, really busy at work right now and um, trying to stay on top of things. But things are good. Things are good. Nice. Nice. So I hope you get well soon. Me too. Me too. All right. We're going to dive right into the show. And our first segment of the day is the 30-day challenge. My 30-day challenge. Oh my God, the 30-day challenge. Yes, it's going to be a doozy for me this time. <laughs> Why don't you start then? For those of you who are just tuning in, the 30-day challenge is a, basically a self-help technique where you try a habit on for 30 days to see what the effects are, if you like it and if you can keep it up. And by the end, you sort of evaluate and see if it's something that you want to continue doing or that you want to change. Well, mine, last time I announced that I would be not using my phone from 8 p.m. until 8 a.m. I actually already wrote an article on my website about how epically I (laughs) failed at all of it. Um, And there were some really interesting tips about trying to not use your phone for whatever period of time. Um, I can definitely say that I failed immensely. There's not one night that, well, there was one night that I managed to pull it off, but was it was like night? by the, no, it was not the first night. It was actually, not even, no, not even the first <laughs> night. I think because that, that evening, like after we recorded the podcast, um, after we recorded the podcast, I went to the Hague to, to, to my boyfriend after eight. So then obviously I was in the train. That's something that I wrote in the article too. I saw, I was in a train so bored. So I, you know, you, you browse whatever on the internet. Yeah. And before I know it, you have your phone in your hand for like an hour. However, there's, I have to say there's one positive thing that I do take from, there's two positive things that I do take from this 30 day challenge that failed so badly. Um, first of all, it does create a lot of awareness in how fucking addicted you are to your phone. And I don't necessarily see that as that big of an issue because I like using my phone. However, it, the awareness does make you realize how ingrained it is into your daily routines and tra- like in being in, in, in public 
traffic, like commuting, um, the moment that a friend of yours walked to the bathroom, uh, all these types of things, how normal it is to grab your phone instead of just looking around or grabbing a book or doing whatever else, you yeah, grab your yeah. phone. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I try that actually. Yeah. Do not grab my phone if my friend goes to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so It's a hard. thing for me. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, I'm going to not look at my phone yeah. and be real cool. Yeah. But it's so hard, <laughs> so hard. So that is something that I uh, did notice. And there's, I do uh, put my phone on airplane mode during work hours a bit more again. I try, I've, I did turn off notifications on WhatsApp also, which was actually kind of nice too. Um, and doesn't that just make you w look at WhatsApp more? No, because you doesn't. don't have the no notifications? No, it doesn't. No, okay. no, no. That, that you, did you turn off all the notifications? Yeah. Even... Yeah, yeah. But just, mine, or just the group ones. No, everything, everything, everything. Wow. and that does really work with not distracting me during my work, oh, which yeah. is one of the best things I think. Um, and the other great thing about the challenge was all the great tips that the that my readers gave me um, in, in the article that I wrote. Like a bunch of people commented. I don't think it, it's been a long time since there was that much going on in my comment section because I am the worst and I always forget to reply. But these comments were really, really good. There were some really great tips in there. So if you're interested in like not using your phone as much, turning off your phone at night, not grabbing your phone first thing in the morning, those tips in there are gold. I'm actually, I am going to use them again, but I have to figure out how exactly. But there's one that really stuck out for me was get an old fashioned alarm clock and fucking put your phone downstairs or in the bathroom, anywhere where you can't reach it. Because if you have like one of those old school alarms, yeah. You just turn that off and then you go out of bed to shower and do whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yep. So that was that for me. Yeah. And they're not very expensive. Either. No, there's like 10, maybe five yeah. or 10 euros a day. Nobody wants them. <laughs> no one cares. No one wants them. But I think they're going to be a thing now. I think they should be. After yes. this post of yours? Yeah. Now, like, <laughs> everybody's going to. Sales are going to skyrocket. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> but um, yeah. So that was it for me. But let's move over to you because your 30 day challenge, as I remember, was deliberate practice. Yes. Tell well, me all finally, about it. Finally, I succeeded. Yay. <laughs> yeah. This is great. This really helped me yeah. uh, have more fun, actually, in my work. That's really nice. Just drawing something every day. You start with just one line and mm -hmm. then you start, you know, just relaxing and just having fun drawing. And I made so many drawings. That's so cool. And then I started thinking, hey, all these drawings, I can make a, a post of yeah. something I think about. And then I started drawing about the self-driving car mm -hmm. and thinking about what would a self-driving car look like yeah. to me in the future. And then just drawing sketches after sketch. That's so cool. And then I made I, I wrote a uh, post, and then I put it on my. And then I thought, okay, we're gonna link to that below. This post needs a website. <laughs> 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 so let's make a website. So I have a new website. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna link to that one below and as well. Post is there. Cool. So if you want to read it, yeah, it's there. Yeah. Nice. So I love that. I'm definitely keeping that. Yeah, one. you should. Yeah. Because uh, deliberate practice is, I think, the key. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's better than passion. Remember? Yes. I remember something like that from a previous episode. A to previous episode. People. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, actually, your 30-day challenge really inspired me. Um, because um, as you, your deliberate practice is different from my deliberate practice. But I do really like the way that you've used it and what you're saying about it now um 
as you may have seen on my website, I have been given a book deal and I'm Congrats. supposed to, thank you, I'm supposed to write a book and... Um, <laughs> now I'm supposed to write a book. I'm supposed to write a book. Um, no, which is really, really awesome. However, I am kind. I have been kind of struggling with like putting it into my daily routine to write on the book. I sometimes have days where I write like 3,000 words in one sitting. There's yeah. weeks that go by without me doing anything. Um, and it's not necessarily that big of an issue because I am doing what I'm writing about, but you still need to put the words on paper. So for like inspired by Andrew's deliberate practice, my new 30-day challenge is that I have to write 500 words for my book every day. Yeah. That's the that's my challenge this time. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah, and may I help by adding a little note to that? Mm -hmm. Yes, it's please. just say I have to write five hundred crappy words. Yeah, or it just, doesn't have to be good. There's just has to, yeah. You need to write something. Yeah, because writing is rewriting anyway. Exactly. So yeah. put uh, lower the bar. Mm -hmm. Just write because you need to write. Yeah. Um. That also helps with writer's block. It, mm -hmm, um, it really does. Um, the the guy who wrote the game, mm -hmm. he Neil Strauss. Uh, Neil Strauss. Sorry. No, that's fine. No, I <laughs> just, just remember. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neil. <clears throat> but um, his method is: I write even if I have no idea what to write. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I just have to. Yeah. And it starts the engine. It's like yeah. You get going yeah. from there on out, you can do more. And yep. you just start writing. Yeah. Okay. That's just do it. Yeah. Yeah. And what is what is your 30 day challenge, the new one? My new 30 day challenge. I don't know. Crickets were heard yeah. everywhere. <laughs> you know what? What's it gonna be? I'm also gonna write. Yes do that i'll join you yes i'll join you high five great yeah yeah you should that's a great one cool and if you want to join us let us know in the comments below all right so um are you what are you gonna do with the 30-day challenge that failed <laughs> um i am gonna restructure it a bit but it's too uh, for me it's too grand of a thing to make a 30-day challenge like immediately yeah. after the failed attempt because I'm, life right because life yeah. oh life um what i am gonna do or continue to do is um uh keep the notifications off my phone uh put my keep my phone in my bag while i'm working um and i'm gonna try to think that you're talking about like when you're with friends and they go to the bathroom or they're they they're <laughs> somewhere else for a second i'm not gonna grab my phone oh yeah yeah and and <clears throat> dude Especially when you have a meeting mm -hmm. and you're oh. waiting yes. for your turn mm -hmm. to meet with yep. that person, and you're in the in the in the in the waiting room. Yep. Please do not check your phone mm. because the body language alone yep. is bad. You know, it's I bad prep. You have to not mm -hmm. look at your phone and keep your head up. Yeah, and keep your whole posture yeah. up, up and, and interested. Just look around or just you yeah. know. Anything but look down like you're praying. Yeah, I have the worst thing. Um, I uh, like lately it's been really bad, but I have meetings at work, and in those meetings, I sometimes play a very secondary role to everyone else. So I'm there uh, mostly to <laughs> yeah, listen. Yeah. But meetings 
are the worst. The worst. Meetings, nothing is happening. And people are <laughs> getting sidetracked. And there's these entire conversations that I have, A, nothing to add to, and B, n- not relevant for me, or anyone else in that room for that matter. And I grab my phone. And I know I shouldn't because it makes me look uninterested, unmotivated, and like a really bad employee. But I'm sitting there and it's just so not, I'm still hearing it, but it's mm-hmm. so not useful to me that I'm checking my work email, that yeah. I'm replying to other, other coworkers that are probably in other meetings, uh-huh. sitting on their phone, using their work email. It's just, but I know it's bad. I know it's not good adulting. I know I should <laughs> stop. Okay, so I'm going to try to stop with that as well. Maybe I just shouldn't bring my phone to meetings. No. Maybe I should just draw and be bored <laughs> like everyone else. Or, hmm? like, uh, <laughs> like Brian Tracy says, make it an E. Make meetings. Yeah, an, oh, an, meetings should an, be an E. An e. So, men- as so in much of the time. Eliminate. Yes. Okay. I yeah. think that is a good segue. Yeah, into because the your book. time is so important. Yeah. Why yeah. are you in that meeting? If you're people, not supposed to be in there. there. I don't oh, know. People no, put no, me no, there. No, 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 no. Take charge, woman. I know. I should take charge. Yeah. Yeah. Take control of your time. But <laughs> and my destiny. Yeah. <laughs> There's one more thing I want to say okay. about yeah. um, being in a meeting with mm-hmm. your phone. Some people take notes on a laptop yeah. or, or an, on iPad an iPad or, whatever. or yeah. on a phone. But studies have shown that if you are in a meeting and you just have a uh, a notebook with mm-hmm. a pen. Yeah. People and you write on a notebook. People will think, "Oh my God, that person is so interested, and she's so focused and doing <laughs> such a good job at this meeting." What? Mm-hmm. B- but you could do be doing the same thing yeah. on an iPad yeah. Yeah. or a phone, and people will think, "Ah, I don't know if she's doing Candy Crush, uh, yeah, yeah, or yeah, 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 yeah. if she's yeah. really making no, yeah. taking notes." Book. Of the month. Moving on. <sighs> Let's so go fetch. to the book, to the self-help book review. And we have chosen Eat That Frog by Brian Tracy with the caption, get more of the important things done today. Today. Um, we've actually both read it before and now we've read it yes. again. Andrew, Andrew, do you want to start by sharing your thoughts? The book is so fetch. Oh, so fetch. We need someone else to bur- burst yeah. in here and be like, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not I'll going call, to I'll happen. My, I'll call my neighbor. God, Gretchen. We should totally just tap Caesar. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Like, I have a million of these. We should make a Mean Girls themed episode. <laughs> no, I think the book is really, really good. I've had it for as long as I can remember. Okay, that's not true, but like 2008 maybe or something. I love how your book looks like. It's so... It's so worn. So I will post extre- a picture of it. It's yes. so worn. And Do it's it. awful. And there's like a little... Oh, and the color of the inside. It's so yes. vintage. It's very vintage. And like there's actually pages that are like loosened. Wow. and oh. But I like that about the book. It really shows that it's has been worth its uh, worth uh, worth its while. Um, Funny story. This is the first book you recommended to me when I, I first met I th- you. you yeah, know I think so. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, memories. Memories. Um, so Brian Tracy basically sets out twenty-one uh, productivity techniques, techniques or strategies in his book, and. Um, 
the great thing about the book is that it really basically just tells you, okay, you're never going to be able to do everything. You're not going to be able to do all the work, read all the relevant uh, articles for your profession, be um, be on top of everything in your personal life, in, in your fitness life or whatever. But you can always do the most important thing. Yeah. And that is something that we should really try to keep in mind that it's okay to set priorities and it's okay if sometimes one of these priorities that you have whether it's professional or personal or whatever sometimes they that deserves the most of the time at that particular point and it can always change and brian basically says okay if you have to do something awful or a really big task do it first thing eat that frog first because once you've done that you've already done the most important <laughs> part and you can go about the rest of your day really easily like knowing that you've already accomplished something yeah for me that really works with working out if i work out first thing in the morning then after that i know okay i got that part out of the way i can do anything and everything and it just like feels okay i've already done that yeah yeah great it's so, like eat the worst looking frog yeah if you have to eat first. two frogs yeah, eat yeah, the yeah. ugly one first <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i made so many notes for this book Tell me all about them. I love the book. It's such a classic. It really is. And the book is very, um, how do you say? Um, the book basically really looks at the bigger picture also. It goes into some uh, specific uh, strategies like how to use a to-do list. Um, I really like the to-do list system. But oh, it yeah. also really looks at the, the bigger picture in the sense of, okay, but why should something be a priority um also take care of your health and your energy levels because you need that if you want to be your best productive self um uh start with the end in mind which is kind of like uh, um stephen covey and also take it in subtasks at the time he has a really beautiful yeah. metaphor about oil barrels where they would they, um, i think that it was about like a road trip yeah where um th it was a really really long road but i think b like every five miles or something there was yeah. a was an oil or oil barrel and basically so he says take it one oil barrel at the time whatever you need to do yeah because of the curvature of the earth you yeah. could only see one, five yeah. miles yeah ahead ahead and um so they put oil barrels there to it was a desert yeah, was desert. Yeah, and and you could only focus on that second oil yeah. barrel barrel you see. Yeah, and that's a great metaphor. Really is. So, meta Andrew, what did you think? Metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that metaphor and meta is the same thing. Meta. Is How can you just realize this with your obsession for the word meta? I know. I'm my mind is blown right now. That sometimes happens. I had that particular thing happen to me with golden retriever, like because no, it, because it was a dog that like retrieves, like when you like, yeah. like play fetch. <laughs> Look there, there. Um, Stop trying to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, it was a very original way to try to make it happen. <laughs> it could happen. It could happen, but I, then I thought, okay, because it's like blonde slash golden, and yeah. it, like it plays fetch, so it's a golden retriever. It's not. What else should it be then? I'm asking if no, it, it really oh, is. It that is, that oh. is like the way. That's be why it's called that way. Oh, that's okay. why the dog is called Google <laughs> Retriever. All right, but talk, Andrew. Talk. All right, maybe I can just go through my notes. Yes, please. I love this. Develop an addiction to getting through oh. hard work, 
because it releases endorphins. It's and, so true, though. And get addicted to getting those endorphins through the doing the work. Yeah. I've written that many times over on my blog. Amazing. Checking off items off your to-do list is like crack yeah. once you get yeah. onto it. Yeah. It really, really is. And also see yourself as a person who completes tasks yeah. fast and quickly. That is a very important thing for I me. I think so because too. Identity matters. Oh, yeah. The way you it's, look at yourself matters. You can you can go through life and have goals, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about goals in the previous podcast yeah. that you should totally listen to. Mm-hmm. It's like being a systems person or a goal person. You can have goals and just go after them. But sometimes you don't really know why yeah. you, you want that thing again. It's like my goal is to get a Porsche and then you... Porsche, sorry. And then <laughs> you go after it and or and, and then suddenly you're like, I don't want to work so hard. I mean, mm. it's just a Porsche. Who cares? And that, ha- and that, happens, that happens when yeah. you're hungry, when yeah. you're tired, uh, when you're stressed, when you whatever else is going on that has like that sort of like drains your yeah. your mental energy. That's yeah. when that shit happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah. When you look at yourself as a type of person who does certain things in a certain way, mm-hmm. Just define yourself as a type of person, but you can also have like a role model. Yeah, that works too. You know those bands like What Would Jesus Do? Yeah. You can... <laughs> what would Beyonce do? What would Beyonce do? What would Beyonce For me, do? it's like, what would Tom Brady do? Oh yeah, okay. It's like, what would Brady do? Mm-hmm. Would he just quit right now or just keep going. do something or not do something because he doesn't feel like it? Yeah. Or would he just do it because it's in his training regime? Yeah. If you want to make a million dollars, be a millionaire. Be mm-hmm. a millionaire now. Yep. Be a millionaire type of person. Type of person. So that's one thing I yep. got from the book. I love. I think that. the way, like, the way that you look at yourself really does matter. Yeah. What do you think about uh, the part of planning where he talks about planning? Um, isn't that planning prevents poor perform? Prior planning yeah. prevents poor performance. The triple oh, P. God. Quadruple P. Oh. Bu- 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 doesn't matter Prior it's just a really planning, good illust- uh, illustration yeah, 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 yeah. um i really do believe in planning and i this is actually something that really ties in well with the fact that i always use my bullet journal and to-do list and make little schedules because if i don't put it on paper it does not exist for me and <sighs> brian tracy actually does talk about that too that putting things on paper helps you crystallize helps you understand helps you get the overview so yes planning does help does not mean that you will not deviate from your plan because life happens life however you have a starting point and you can always edit here and there if necessary but it gives you something to start from and i find it very very helpful yes i'm a big fan of the planning yep Plus planning and preparation. For every minute of planning, yeah. it shaves off 10 minutes of the execution yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. That's yep. what he says. That's what he says. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point where he says, and then you become unstoppable. And I was like, oh, yes. Yes. Tell I me. want Preach. to be unstoppable. Preach, Preach Brian. Brian. Yes. Ah, yes. It's like a religion, this. Oh, the productivity is a religion. <laughs> It really is. You know, we should ch- uh, we should do start a church. Yeah, apparently you can the do tax that. Benefits. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's do that. The church, <laughs> the productivity church, gospel tax church. Tax benefits. Yeah. millions. There you go. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Eighty twenty everything. Yep. The Pareto principle. I love it. Yep. Even though it's a cliche thing now. It is. But who cares? I eighty twenty everything, mm-hmm. and I'm proud of it. But it's a really nice economical principle that, yeah. that just works. It just works. 
Yeah. I do it every time I'm with yeah. a client, every time I'm, I'm sitting down with someone. Yeah. I always use the 80-20 principle. Yeah. Because people always want to do everything. Yep. Or especially when they're hiring someone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when they hire me, it's like, we want all of this. And it's like, no. That's not going to happen. Pick one. Yeah. Pick the one thing that's important. Pick the 20%. Yeah. That, that will have. That like, will have the yeah. most effect. Exactly. Yeah. There's another thing that I really like about the um, about what Brian says, because I, th- I find that that is crucial um to performance and it's developing a sense of urgency yeah because i work faster more efficient and more productive not necessarily if there's like a super stressful terrifying deadline but i do work better when i have the idea okay i really need to finish it by this time because otherwise i'm going to get in trouble so just that urgency Mm -hmm. or not just not necessarily getting trouble or i really want to finish this now because if i can finish this now i can do something fun after yeah like I make some of my most productive weeks when I know that I'm going away on Friday for a weekend or when I'm yeah. going out on Friday for like to dance the mm-hmm. night away or when I'm um, basically have a really big weekend filled with all these fun things where there's no <laughs> possible way of me cramming any more work in anywhere. And then that make like you, there's the urgency. You have to finish it then because if you don't, it will cause problems for you in the long run, which is unfortunate. So that sense of urgency doesn't, as I said, doesn't mean that there has to be like this big terrifying deadline, but just know like at what particular point in time it would be the best if you were already there at a certain point. Yeah. He talks about that in the book. Yeah. He says, live your life as if you were going on vacation yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Which that I find too far. Like that's <laughs> too much and I cannot deal because then it means I have to do everything in those 24 hours and I freak out <laughs> I and freak I out. hide under my desk and I start playing video games just <laughs> to feel less terrified. Um, but the idea of like, okay, you have a work week and at the end you have to try to get closure. Yeah. That I find really nice. That is very nice. Yeah. 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 I love that. And the book is just very easy to read. It's very thin. There's like only, let's see, it's 120 pages-ish. And um, it's it's so thorough. It basically talks about everything that you might be interested in if you want to get more productive. And many of oh, the things yeah. that I preach on my blog, like the, to-do, <laughs> like the to-do list with the A, B, C, D, E system, um, all of that is from Brian Tracy. Brian Tracy is one of the biggest influencers on my productivity techniques. And with good reason. With good reason, absolutely. Yeah. And if you want to read the audiobook, <laughs> read mm-hmm. the audiobook. <laughs> it's also also a quick read. Yeah, or I listen. Bet. I just listened to just to refresh my my mm-hmm, memory mm-hmm. yesterday, and it was like cooking dinner. Yeah, and I was and done. Yeah, I just put it on one point five speed, uh-huh. and it's like okay, got it. Super nice. Yeah, yeah, love the book. This is a definite recommend definite, for us. Yep, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anything else uh, from the book? We or is this a good thing that we're just doing all these spoilers? <laughs> it's like no, there's spoilers. Still, there's still plenty in the book <laughs> that you can use that we have never talked about in like the previous twenty minutes. Um, I think there's so much in that book that you can learn from. Yeah. Besides the thing, the things that we've mentioned and what we've mentioned, Brian Tracy obviously goes into that more in depth, which is definitely worth the read too. There's one more thing that I mm-hmm. think is very important that we can just yeah. spoil for you right now. <laughs> and that is what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. You can list your priorities, yeah, but also list your posteriorities. Like the things you want to either delegate or mm-hmm. eliminate. Oh, yeah. 
the things that are not important to yeah. you the things you want to say no to that is for me a, a great one because mm -hmm. your time time is such a valuable yep. valuable asset and the time is going to pass anyway so you, you have might to as well like, use it yeah, well exactly are we done with yeah the book? we are we are done with the book let's so, move on so get it now it's an amazing yes amazing book go eat the frog eat, it. eat all of the frogs <laughs> pop culture pleasure all right let's move on to our pop culture pleasures andrew what's up with you in terms of pop culture website blogs media yeah. tv whatever tickles your fancy at this hour okay my bff nick decker sent me this mm -hmm. amazing video from rick and morty oh god andrew <laughs> just made me watch it and i died <laughs> Oh, uh, it's in the show notes. It is about a planet called Gazorpazorp. <laughs> and uh, it's basically a place where women rule and uh, men are just discarded because they're like evil monsters and, mm -hmm. and shit. But they, they just arrive at this planet. And the first thing that they say to the people who arrive is, Hi, I am Marsha, <laughs> ruler of Gazorpazorp. I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> Uh, it's a thing. And Andrew sent this to me through WhatsApp and just a link and then in quotation marks below, I'm here if you need to talk. And I was just like, is this like related or is he telling me that if I need to talk, he's here? <laughs> and then later I watch a video on Thinkspace says. But the video is so funny because it's basically it addresses all those like feminist issues that we're currently really dealing with, but in a really, really funny way. And it's just, it's absolutely perfect. You should really, really watch it. Yeah. It is so good. Definitely I am very interested it. also in watching the rest of the Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick yeah. and Morty. Yeah. It's amazing. Amazing. So, but it's a thing for me now. I, I say yeah. that to all girls I meet. <laughs> I'm here if you, <laughs> I'm here need, if you to need to talk. <laughs> I'll have a double decaf cappuccino. I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> I think you could make a lot of friends that way. Yeah. Really. Honestly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's right. perfect. It's actually a very nice gift to give. Yeah, people. I'm here like, if you need I'm here to talk. You need talk. Yeah. yeah. All right, I have uh, two pop culture pleasures. Two? Yes. Number one is the album of Justin Bieber that is going to drop any minute. Oh, my God. I am so excited. Me too. And I always make, like, there's like a bunch of jokes on the internet and I make them too. Like, the moment that Justin Bieber started fucking hookers and smoking weed and looking like the butch version of a Ellen, Gen <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres... <laughs> Like, that's the moment that had his music really, really picked up. Like, I've been obsessed with how, what do you mean? And sorry, I think those numbers are like, those tracks are amazing. Um, so I'm very, very excited for his album. Call me. Call you? Yeah, call oh, me. Oh, okay. Blah. Call me right now. Is it your, okay. You know, ringtones are, yeah, yeah. are a thing of the past. Yes, they are. They really are. Not like, anymore. Not anymore. Okay. Ringtones are back. All right, it's going to happen. So she's calling me right now. I'm calling Andrew right okay. now. <laughs> no fucking oh that is the it is the worst and the best thing at the same it, time that's perfect it? yeah so that's my uh, my first so the justin bieber album and you know you can say about the boy whatever you want but he really does lay down some good mu he does lay down some good music these new tracks are amazing right right 
Amazing. Real, they really are. I unfortunately have seen his penis. That was not necessary for me to enjoy his music. His Photoshop penis or is there the a real Photoshop one? penis or I have I thought I saw the real deal. No, the Calvin Klein ad has a Photoshop bulge, right? Oh no, I meant like the real deal. Yeah, he's out naked, like in some villa oh. in Mexico or whatever, and he just oh, walks out, and there's okay, paparazzi okay, in the bushes, okay, and okay. they they caught a glimpse. I did not need to see that in my life, but I did. So you know. Um, and then a friend of mine asked, "Do you have you also seen the comments that his dad made?" And I was like, "That I definitely need not to see. So don't mention this ever again. This did not happen." So immediately, no. I, that is actually one of the things that I did not look up. I look up a lot of shit online, but that thing went like really okay. This is the drawer of things that on the okay. internet should not be looked at. Okay, so that was one, and the other one is the IT Crowd. The IT Crowd is a British television show about an IT department <laughs> and there's these two dudes that are complete nerds obviously and they're so funny and they're so cute and this really nice but very girly and like um, ambitious woman becomes head of their IT department and it's quite an old show and I had seen it online before because Richard Iodide which is a British comedian I had seen him on many panel shows like Would I Lie to You, um, Never Mind the Boss Cox. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's what, what, did I say that or something? I don't know exactly the name of that particular panel show. But it is so good. It's so horribly awkward and uncomfortable and so funny. So if you're looking for some... Like if you like um, British humor and you like a bit of IT and like, <laughs> oh, it's just perfect. I, the IT crowd is a def, definitely worth the watch. Okay, so it's like the IT crowd, the IT crowd. Yeah, the, yeah, the IT that's crowd. The, that's yeah, that's okay, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, that's a joke. Yeah, the IT crowd. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I'll check it out. You should. Show notes. Show notes. My current obsession. Let's go into some of our obsessions then. Um, I'll go first this time. You go first. Um, currently, I am working on a, um, a project at work where I have to teach a course. Um, and I have to teach a course that is called Philosophy and History of Science, <gasps> which means that I have to deal with a lot of like philosophy and methods of science and like philosophers of like the, the Greek ages and whatever. Like, science. Like, yes. And I am... Uh, becoming sort of obsessed with everything that has to do with philosophy and 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 uh-huh. um, what has what everyone has been thinking basically from the start of like Socrates and Aristotle mm-hmm. and stuff, but the material can be quite hard to grasp, and I know that because I've taken the course when I was a student, um, and I know that from like fellow teachers, and I know from actually studying this material now to prep for the course, it's quite hard. So I bought this little book that's called. Plato and Platypus walk into a bar and it basically explains philosophy through jokes. And it is perfect. Really? Yes, it is perfect. And I'm going to use it in my course as well because half of the time I'm like, what? And the other half of the time I'm like, (laughs) everything is pointless. Nothing matters. The world is weird and I do not understand it. Seriously, studying philosophy gives me an existential crisis. I have (laughs) no idea what's going on half the time anymore. Oh, it should. Yeah. Because, you know, philosophy... Is one of those things yeah. that it sounds interesting. It is. But until you like really want the truth. Yeah. There is no truth. There is no truth. And it's the worst. Be- and and the bad news is you're not going to find no. it ever. No. So 
all these philosophers, they've been building on top of each other, building on top of not knowing the truth. Yep. And then sort of creating a sort of, what, like a layer of truthness. Yeah. It's it's like, just... this is it, I think. Yeah, basically. And then <laughs> no, 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 this is it. This is it, I think. Yeah. No, 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 no. If you think about it, this is it. But that, you can't yeah. be sure. No, exactly. So, yeah. Um, especially like currently I'm reading uh, a bunch about the problem of consciousness like what is consciousness where does it come from mm-hmm. um, the, and where is it basically located if you really want to put it, where in, is it located? In, in physical terms and I'm reading that stuff I'm just like mm-hmm. my brain cannot handle this at all I am where, where is my where is my soul I don't understand <laughs> where my soul is but do they tell you where it is no they or do they, not they, no. they just sort of talk and then and then you have to, to think put for yourself in, to put it in like kindergarten terms there's like a bunch of people that say everything is a is a is an illusion and your body is basically your mind hallucinating mm-hmm. and then there's the other ones that say the only th- real thing that exists is matter so material stuff so the mind and the soul that's something that your body produces and then there's like another one that says, no, there's two. And like, it goes all over the place. It is really interesting, but it does like give me a migraine. So what kind of philosophy is your favorite? Currently, I am not picking favorites. I'm just trying to figure oh, out okay, all okay, of them. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, I can't really pick a favorite right now. No. So you're doing a course and you're obsessed with the philosophy or the science part? I'm Currently, it's philosophy that really gets me going. Okay, yeah, cool. especially with the little jokes book. It really <laughs> works for me. Nice. So that's one for me. How about yours? Mine is American football. Really? Yeah. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Yay, sports. Yay, sports. That sports team outsported the other sports team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, that's my general idea with sports. (laughs) No, but seriously, I'm not a sports guy. Mm -hmm. Not at all. No. But American football is my new new discovery. It all started... By watching Super Bowl commercials, like okay. years okay. of Super mm-hmm. Bowl commercials. And I always thought American football was stupid. Like, yeah. why would you wear stuff to protect yourself? Why do you need why? to play a sport that is that violent that yeah. you need to do that? Yeah. You're going to get injured. But then I realized that it's actually a one man's game. And I'm not a team sports kind of guy mm-hmm. because I, I like control and I think you can really control a team. But in American football, you can mm-hmm. sort of have like 80% control okay. of the game. Let me, let me explain. I like it because it's more of a board game okay. with real it's people. Strategic. It's strategic okay. board game thing. And I love it. So it's the game of the quarterback, basically. And okay. my favorite quarterback... Of course, it's Tom Brady. Of course. And then I researched Tom Brady because rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. And I just fell in love. It is such a, an amazing story. How he became the GOAT, the greatest of all time. If, if you ask me what kind of person you want to be, mm-hmm. it's like be like Brady. Okay. Because he was, a, he was like the sixth person pick in the draft and yeah. like nobody really wanted him because it was, he was skinny and mm-hmm. he wasn't powerful enough not fast enough all those things but his work ethic yeah is amazing okay he outworks 
everyone. everyone. And he inspires everyone. His team, the New England Patriots, they have won everything this season Whoa. already. Okay. So I hope they're going to the Super Bowl because yeah. then I can throw a nice Super Bowl party and actually be interested in cool. the game. Yeah. Um, I actually watch games. Yeah. You know, I've watched like six games now. Wow. And I don't watch sports. Then you're really into it's, it, man. It's ridiculous. It, yeah. I, I find myself watching the game. Yes, having you a are. Bar. Uh, <laughs> of course, I'm an American Americophile. Yeah. Americophile. Okay, yeah. But mm-hmm. this is totally new for me. Yeah. Wow. But it's just because I'm inspired. Yeah. I'm inspired by the work ethic of Tom Brady. Yeah. Cool. That's it. And it's fun cool. to watch. It's yeah. it's really fun to watch when you know the rules yeah. of the game. And it's like, wow, this is cool. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, my surprise. Yeah, nice. The next book. So, what's the next book going to be? The next book is going to be You Are a Badass by Jen Cicero. And why are we doing this book? We're doing this book, and that's actually a kind of a nice story. And if I wouldn't sound so nasal, it would be much more entertaining for me to tell you this. <laughs> um, actually, um, my boyfriend has two best friends, and those are twins. And Wow. Yes, they're very... They're both his best friend? Yes. It's, it's, all, it's all very cute. I find it all so very, cute. very cute. Um, and uh, I've met them like a bunch of times now, obviously, and I get along with them great. And one of them um, is actually... Uh, they're both really nice and they're two... They're, compl- they're so the same, but they're so different, you know? And I always thought that I there's one of them that's like more of an, an extrovert and the other one's more of an introvert. And I thought I would get along more with the extrovert. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that I, I have a lot in common with the introvert. So we, we talk a lot about like writing and books and, mm-hmm. and like the way that we live life and stuff. And it was actually kind of cool. And he, uh, he had this book that he recommended to me that's called You Are a Badass. So obviously I was on board immediately. <laughs> what a great title. And the caption is, how to stop doubting your greatness and start living an awesome life. And he really liked it. And my boyfriend also looked through it and said it was cool. So I figured this isn't like a completely new book. It's, I think it's relatively young also. Like it's an, But it is a New York Times bestseller, so I have high hopes. So okay. I figured it would be kind of cool to try that one. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, the title alone sold yeah. us. Right? Exactly. So. We are badasses after all. And you too. Yeah. You are a badass. Obviously. So we're going to try that book in honor of can't wait Bad and it's assist. it's very cheap so yeah go you get can it. buy it easily online or whatever yeah. yeah so that's the upcoming book that we're gonna do what else i don't know i think i think that. i think now you do this this awesome recap thing that you oh, always yeah, do oh yeah i always do a recap thing okay so what we've talked about today <laughs> you're so good at this yes. it's amazing <laughs> i should totally i should totally try doing this you can try next time you have to you have to recap next episode, okay? Is okay. that a deal? All right. That is a deal. I'll deliberately practice that. That you deliver you deliberately day. practice your ass off with that, with I summarizing. Know. Because okay. I am a badass. You are a badass. Okay, so what we've talked about in the fourth episode of the first season of the self-help hipster podcast is our 30-day challenge which i filled epically because it required me to turn off my phone or not use my phone and i am apparently incapable of doing that um, i don't think we should look at 30-day challenges as failed or succeeded don't you think well it's like 
It's it's more of I, a... I really love the kindergarten you get a golden sticker <laughs> anyway approach, but it's okay to say that something didn't work out. Oh, okay, and it's okay, not okay. like, I'm not going to cry in a corner just because I... You know, I say failed, but it's not that dramatic. You no, know because I mean. the, the nature of a 30-day challenge... It's a, it's is, a trial. It's, it's, it's a, a trial. Yeah, it's trying it's like, things. Did yeah. you like it or did you but not But it's like not it? funny when I say, okay, I tried and I didn't... Uh, I didn't I didn't do so well as I could have, and but I'm still a very good person. And <laughs> many things in my life do really turn out well. I can I can say I fucked up this challenge and it's okay. Exactly. So okay, no no political correctness. No political correctness for uh, yeah. the 30 day challenge. Um, so next time uh, I'm not gonna use my like it's not gonna be about my phone. I am going to use Andrew's previous challenge of deliberate practice where i will be writing 500 words from my book every day and andrew is also going to do deliberate practice with writing he's gonna write as well do you also going to do 500 words a day i'll do 500 words too. okay okay great now we talked a lot about brian tracy's book eat that frog which is a book that we both really really like it's a very good productivity technique book um, we both really like the idea of like planning, how important that is, the 80-20 principle, and um, how important it is to realize that you have to do the most important thing first, because you might, you're never going to be able to pull off everything, so pull off the most important things in your life, because that's going to be the most beneficial to you. And we moved on to our pop culture pleasures, and mine was the <laughs> upcoming Justin Bieber album, and the IT Mine crowd. too, mine too. And Andrew wanted to, to uh, like Justin Bieber too. And there's this little clip from Rick and Morty about um, basically we're just going to say, I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need to talk. I'm here if you need to talk. <laughs> and I am obsessed with philosophy at the moment and this little joke book called uh, Platypus and Plato Walk Into a Bar. And Andrew, your obsession was Tom Brady slash American football. <laughs> and I know, that you, I know you said it the other way around, but I, I figured out what's going on. You're secretly obsessed with Tom Brady. And that's okay. Absolutely. That's okay. And who isn't? Who, obviously. He's married to Giselle Bündchen, right? Giselle Bündchen, oh, yes. Perfect. Um, so and next time we're going to talk about the book by Jen Cicero, You Are a Badass. And we hopefully will see you tune in for the next time too okay. thank you so much for listening and until next time bye I'm, I'm here if you need to talk i'm here if you need to talk <laughs> bye, bye. <laughs>